from school, I had book knowledge of the gospel passage that Deacon Dennis proclaimed this evening. Jesus died. He rose from the dead. Yes, that's right. But there is a desire that God has for each and every one of us to encounter Him in His death and in His resurrection. The way that it happened for me, and it can be different from, for each and every one of you, but the way that it happened for me was during my dad's dying process and when he died. He had a very short period of time when he was dying. But that short period of time was enough for me, and I was 19 years old at the time, to experience the desolation of a loved one who is ill, the feeling of helplessness, even sometimes despair, or perhaps even hopelessness, as we fought against his illness, which was cancer. When a loved one is dying, it hollows you out on the inside. Not only was a person like me, a son, struggling, but dad was, as well as the rest of my family. And when he died, when he died, the reality of death was very powerful, was very stinging, and was something that I realized that there was nothing I could do about it. That ultimately, Dad died. One day I would. One day all of us will. And connecting that later on with what I learned, all of us die because it's a result of original sin. It is the, the penalty, if you will, of turning oneself away from God. And they, we can't stop it. We can delay it, but we can't stop it. During the funeral planning process, this was the gospel, but in its shortened form, that we chose for Dad's funeral. And during that funeral process and afterwards, as the gospel had been proclaimed, I recognized, I can say it in these words now, I recognized that my heart was prepared by God to receive the words of Christ that you heard tonight. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he or she should die, will have eternal life. You will not die, Christ says, in terms of your spiritual death. You will rise to new and everlasting life. Your body may go, but you won't. And for the first time in my life, those words of Jesus stuck in my heart, in the innards of me, and in a way that I could profess a belief. Like he asked Martha in the Gospel, do you believe? And I can say, yes, I do believe. My heart was ready to receive what he had to say. And from 
From that time onward, my life was different, and it is different, because of Christ, who called Lazarus out of the tomb, and who rose from the dead. You know, if we kind of think about this a little bit more deeply and, and kind of trying to draw it in, into our own hearts, okay, what, what could we say? That each and every one of us will encounter death, will experience death, will experience our own death one day. And Jesus, you know, when he was, he was delaying <laughs> to go to see Lazarus and Lazarus is going to be good and dead by the time he got there. Jesus was preparing the hearts of Martha and Mary and really all of the people who witnessed what, for what he was going to do. And, and this, this time in, in, in our lives, when we, when we experience death and when we experience our, our helplessness before death, this is a time of preparation for us. It's a time when, when God wants to open up our hearts to say that, that ultimately there, there's not a hopelessness in life. Ultimately, there, there's newness in life. And ultimately, one day, you and I are going to be freed, unbound as Lazarus was, from the, the burdens of life. And, and what we carry, what we experience now, will be freed from those things. But he says, believe in me. Believe that I can free you. Believe that I can free you from death. Something that none of you, none of us, can ever affect for ourselves, ever, in our own lives. But Jesus is the way to hope and the way to freedom to be untied, to be unbound from the burdens of our lives, including the burden of death. You know, I was impressed too when, when Jesus was with Mary in the Gospel. And he didn't say the same things that he did to Martha, but, but, but you noticed, you noticed the shortest verse in all of Scripture. You notice that tonight. What did Jesus do? And he wept. And he was perturbed by, by the grief, by the, the anxiety, by the sadness, by the hopelessness that people had over Lazarus' death. And a lot of times when we experience difficulties in our lives, when we experience death, like the death of a loved one, death of a friend, whoever it might be, we think that God is so far away from us. And that's a natural kind of thing if that occurs. We think that God is so far away from us. But, but we heard tonight he's not. He's perturbed by the experiences that we have, by the sorrow and the pain that is in our lives. And that he weeps with us. It's not just some kind of a nice thought. He weeps with us. As he did over the death of Lazarus, his friend. 
See, God's heart is open wide to you and to me. You know, I talked about our hearts being open to what Jesus does, but His heart, we need to see His heart tonight. And it's open wide to you and to me and the all that burdens us, including our, our helplessness before death itself. We're never alone. We're never left behind by Jesus. He is with us, addressing even death itself. I think today is kind of like a mini Easter. <laughs> I think pretty cool. That's kind of the end of Lent. And, and we have... We have a culmination of all the readings we've been hearing during Lent that brings us light, that brings us hope, that raises our spirits in the world and whatever circumstances we experience in our own lives today. Because the one who conquered sin and death is here. And he's calling us unto himself, which is so hopeful which brings about peace, which can calm our fears and our anxieties that we experience in our lives. It does call for one simple act, an act of faith, as did Martha in the Gospel today. Yes, Lord, I believe that You are the Christ. There is no other you are the Son of God sent into the world to remedy death and to call me to a new and everlasting life. It's pretty easy. There aren't strings attached. It just means that we let our hearts be drawn to God and say yes to Him. I believe that you are the Savior and there is no other.